Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And I had a crazy dream last night <laughs> about, oh, yeah? um, about Justin Bieber, and it was like a real estate dream. Eric, are you feeling uncomfortable? No, I, I just don't. I don't like discussing dreams. I find them very boring. What is boring about dreams? It, it, it's not real life. It's your imagination it's at its life. finest. Really it's kind of like dreams. a window to someone's subconscious. No, I don't it care is, about anybody else's dreams. It is like a, a picture of the power of your brain. Yeah, I mean, I guess real estate dreams are a common thing. I don't know. I mean, I assume that people dream about, you know, haunted houses, spooky houses. That's are, those are called nightmares. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I had this dream about Justin Bieber. Um and I dreamt that I was living across the street from him. I was I dreamt that I was renting a house across the street from Justin Bieber and it was in Tahoe or like a Tahoe like mm. place. Mm. And uh so the homes were very like rustic, but it was a big, beautiful, rustic home and he lived right across the street. And we took the shuttle you... to get to it, and his wife, Haley, was on the shuttle, and Justin was there. I was talking to Haley. I, like, I don't remember about what, and Justin wasn't really talking. He seemed kind of down, and then I remember giving him a big hug and being like, Justin, it's going to be okay, and like, and he's oh. like, he's like, thanks, thanks, and then- well, he is going through some stuff right now, so you're not too far off base. Right, and maybe I was like, I read a headline about that, and I was, I don't know, but- so then, like yeah. we we get off the shuttle and we we walk to our respective homes and and then I think <laughs> I think later Eric has his head in his hands right now. <laughs> I think later we had like a barbecue and they came over like a private chef. Like it was a wild luxury dream. Eric is doing a literal face palm. Yeah, I mean, can I read you a lead from a story in the Guardian in 2010? Sure. <laughs> By a man named Charlie Brooker. Uh, it's, uh, it starts, dreams. Everything, everyone knows two things about dreams, namely one, other people's dreams are dull, and two, they're going to tell you about them anyway. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> she asked before we started this if it was okay to tell us. Yeah, it's, and it's, I feel like, Eric, you were maybe kind of held against your will and forced to listen to my dream, but... Yes. Um, well, why do you think that you moved in across the street from him? I don't know, but maybe it's just, you know, my desire to go back to California. I miss the West Coast. I don't know, you know. Who Do knows? you think Justin Bieber would be a good neighbor? Uh would he? I mean, he used to be a major prankster, but I feel like he's reformed. He goes to church, albeit a very controversial church, but he does, you know, I think he's grown up a bit. So sure, why not? He might mm. be. And we're going to talk a little later about Justin Bieber because we do have some goss on Justin Bieber and his... Goss? Let's Did that happen last night? It happened last night, yeah. Okay, let's see if you dream what you dream tonight. Ugh. I expect a debrief. Don't tell me. Tomorrow. T-T-T-T-T. Keep, keep it to yourself. Let's transition from dreams to talking about trends. Uh, <laughs> like something in the real world. Something in the real world. Something that we're seeing in the real world. A trending color. You know, colors of the year. And Rachel, you worked on a story about the hottest new color. Uh, yeah, the biggest color for spring is coral. So coral, when I think of it in my mind's eye, it's kind of an orangey, peachy color. Is yes, it? Yeah. that is yeah. coral. You okay. You got it. All right. Okay. Pantone, the uh, color company, 
named Living Coral as its color of the year last year, or its color of 2019. They named it last fall. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this every year. They're kind of a tastemaker. So what Pantone says kind of dictates the trends for the year to come. And um, everyone and announced- writes about it. Everyone kind of like it's oh pantone like it's it's, yeah it's this we wait for it with bated breath um and when they (laughs) announced that (laughs) when they announced that living coral was going to be the color of the year i know i personally was like really skeptical yeah i mean it just is so bright and seems like it would get old fast and be kind of gaudy Mm -hmm. i don't what do you guys think i mean i agree with you it's very bright uh and it also seems kind of dated. Like, I feel you like think? Coral was sort of a hot thing in, like, the mid-2000s. and hmm. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I just – I mean, you know, trends are cyclical, so I get it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Does it – does it lend itself to like a like what are the colors that would play off of it like aqua? I'll get to it. Okay, I'm sorry. I I'm, I didn't know that where you were going with this. Well, I'll, I'll, what I'm trying to say is I wasn't on board yeah. with it, and okay. now I I kind of am. Okay. I you know we talk to designers about how to incorporate it into your home if mm-hmm. you want to get on board, and I wasn't a believer, and now I. Now I'm kind of craving it. I think it's kind of a nice pop of color, especially after this long, dreary winter. Right. Um, and you can pair it with, um, you know, even browns, mm-hmm. neutrals, um, like a terracotta color. Okay. Um, yeah, aqua. I, I personally love, like, the combo of turquoise and, and right. coral. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, I mean as, I'm, as you're describing this, and it, it, when I'm thinking about aqua and coral together, I'm thinking of, like, Key West. Yeah. Kind of a Florida. Yeah. I mean, it definitely can bring in, like, a beachy tropical vibe if you want it to. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to. We've got photos um, in this article showing, you know, a coral island in the middle of a kitchen. Wow. That, uh, white that's a kitchen. bold statement. Yeah. I like it, though. But it looks now good. It sounds like you're not um, the biggest fan. No. I mean, <laughs> just like last week, you know, in the last minute, I've really started to come around to it. <laughs> I have, I'm a very persuasive person. You are. Um, I mean, I don't think it takes much um, with, like, these color stories just because, you know. When you make a case for it, it it really works. And I do see it in these photos. I mean, we have one that's a very, like, minimalist, modern, Scandinavian-looking room. And there's, like, this ombre coral, uh, like, statement wall. And I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, the big thing right now is uh, painting your front door a bold color. Okay. Which I'm really on board with. I really like that. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to – I wish I lived in a house just so I could paint the yeah. front door. I, we have a, a- – like an aqua or turquoise kind of colored front door, oh, uh, kind, of a, kind of a kind of a bold color. I just I've never been like a big pink person. I, but, love, I um, love I love the color pink. I didn't think that I would like this, but I, I really do. It's kind of a breath of fresh air. So oh, it nice. is. I wanted to see if you guys agreed or. Well, it's a color I've never really considered. I mean, I do like you know that like millennial light pink. I do, mm-hmm. you know that's that's kind of done though so maybe this is like the next iteration of that millennial pink yeah i think one of our design experts actually said that that you know millennial pink isn't necessarily going anywhere but this is sort of Mm 2.0 so Mm -hmm. um i like it we'd be interested to hear uh feedback from our listeners do you love it do you hate it email us at podcast at realtor.com and let us know (laughs) 
Melissa McCarthy is one of the hottest actresses in Hollywood right now. You know, she's an A-lister. Um, people know what she's doing. She was nominated for an Oscar last year. <laughs> what is wrong? Eric's sitting here questioning your statements on whether or not she's an A-lister. Are you oh, really? What? You no, <laughs> I'm not. She's. She's. I'm. I'm just thinking as you're talking. I'm thinking like. Is, is she? she? <laughs> Wait, okay. Make the argument. I like her. I, have no, you I'm seen not, the... I'm not. You're, you're right. She was nominated for an Oscar. She's Did in... you see the movie? With the Can You Forgive Can You Ever Forgive Me? No, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> I really want to. No, I want to see it. I, I think she's I think she's talented. I think she's got... But she's um, been in a lot she's of... She's dynamic. A lot of bad... I mean, at post-Bridemaids, it's like she What just, was that like, one where she wore the turtleneck? The, <sighs> the boss? The one, the heat, the, the, yeah, the no. spins. and the one where she was like the the mother, of the sorority girls. Oh, oh no. part, life of the party or something. Yeah, or that, yeah. And then there was the one. Wasn't she in one with like Sophia? No, I'm thinking Reese. With- was there one with like Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, I think so. That was the heat. I think that was the heat. I don't know. She was in a lot of like one word, right? And the just, something like, movie titles. A lot of, I mean, I'm sure she got paid well. She was I mean, also in Ghostbusters, right? Like, yeah, yeah I didn't see that. That kind of. In any case, anyway, I'm sorry. I'd I'm say she's definitely a them. People know who she is. Melissa she's McCarthy at least B plus. She's an A lister to me. All right. <laughs> anyway, so Melissa is renting out her home, one of her homes. Um, she and her husband own a Toluca Lake uh, mansion, which is it's a neighborhood in LA. Um, it's a 1940s bungalow, and they're renting it out for ten thousand dollars a month. Whoa. Um, fully furnished. Uh, it's a big house. It's three bedroom, three and a half bath, tw- twenty one hundred square feet. But they're deck. They're renting it out, and so I just thought it was kind of interesting. Like you can stay in Melissa McCarthy's house. I mean, I know she's probably not the landlady. Like I don't think that's her what next she role. Is? <laughs> what if, like, if your dishwasher breaks, do you call up and be like, "Hey, Mel." No. Can you can you get no, somebody over here? I mean, they have property managers and assistants to take care of all this stuff. Right. I'm assuming that she's not the one that's like right. coming down with the plunger. And you're not like joking. wiring money into Melissa McCarthy's bank account. You're wiring it somewhere else. Hmm. Exactly. But still, I mean, if you if you're kind of like starstruck, just the thought of staying in Melissa McCarthy's house is is kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, with celebrity rentals, just, just as far as what, from what I remember talking with agents and brokers in L.A., it's it's not a big whoop to people that are in L.A. So Because mm. like if to, you have $10,000 a month to pay for it, right. then you're not easily starstruck right. probably. Right, you're not starstruck. True. It, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, the, the, the celebrity pedigree thing is interesting to us, of course. We like to see the inside stars' homes and think like, oh, wow, I could rent Melissa McCarthy's home. But the people that are actually renting them – aren't renting them based on the pedigree it's it's that they're in la for six months filming a movie or mm-hmm. working on a tv show and this is a great house and it's ten thousand dollars a month i can spend six months there it's furnished mm-hmm. so who are some of the other people that have rented out their houses then well yeah. so you know demi lovato is another star who famously um has been is renting she... out her place that and that's the place where she did unfortunately overdose um oh, last year yeah Right. Uh, I, I don't know if she ever found a tenant. What was the what was the asking price on that rent? Do you remember? It was thirty uh, thirty nine thousand five hundred a month. Per month, a, a month. Oofa. 
Yeah, no, but she she had listed her that same home um, for nine point right. five million, and then dropped the price a little bit, uh, and then you know it sat on the market. So then she just decided to rent it out. Yeah. So do you think that most of these celebrities are renting out their houses because they can't sell, or do they just want to hold on to? I mean, what's the reasoning behind doing I mean, this? Eric, what do you think? I, I mean, every person has a different financial strategy or has a different financial plan. Um, you know, I don't know about their incomes and what's coming in and what's going out. You don't? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't, ha- I don't have access to their bank accounts. But, um, you know, in the case of somebody like Demi Lovato, it's obvious that she wanted to get out of that house. Yeah. You know, so I guess she wanted to, you know, she put it on the market. And th- in this case, uh, the Lovato case, it's she put it on the market. It wasn't moving. So I need to get some, I need to extract some value out of it. I'll try and put it on the rental market. In the case of Melissa McCarthy, it may be th- that she just wants to keep this house in her property portfolio mm-hmm. and doesn't want to lose it and may hang on to it for another day for, you know, extended family, whatever the case may be. Right. That's kind of the same case with um, Kevin Costner's place, too. He's famously owned this Aspen um, compound for like like close to 20 years, like like 15 or 20 years. Um, Right. It's a huge ranch, and uh, he rents it out for um, 30K a day. Right. A day. Right. A day? Yeah, a day. and his is, his is more income generation, and I don't know if you're going to go there, Natalie, but it's pretty much that he rents it out for, like, weddings and parties. Mm-hmm. and it's for, like corporate it's for, events it's or like something. It's, like, large groups of people. It's not just, like, you and your husband would go there and spend the, the $30,000 a day. It would be, like, if you were going to have a, a destination wedding in Aspen and invite you some know, wedding. 100 of your best friends you could because this is like a the place that Kevin Costner is renting out is a compound in Aspen. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just like a single house. Do you know how much he charges for a wedding weekend? I don't. I, I don't know how much. Do you, do we have that information in our article? I don't remember. No, I researched <laughs> it and found it. Oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a she's, wedding weekend for the weekend. She's got the receipts. How many? How Plus many, tax and service fee. How many guests would that accommodate? Did, did um, it, say? it didn't say in terms of like the entire number of people you can invite to the wedding, but 34 people can stay on the property. Right. Okay. Um, there's, I guess there's three main homes on the property. Right. So you can have like it's... you and your family or you and your, your wedding party. It's big enough for the wedding party. Right. right. And... So my, my, my first comment about a hundred people is a little overboard, but you could have 30 easy. Yeah. Easily to yeah. stay. And then everyone else can just. Drop in to Aspen for pitch the weekend. A, pitch a tent on right. the property. <laughs> That's true. It's, I mean, it's like some outrageous number of acres. I can't even remember the it's acres. 160 it's 160 acres. Yeah. It's, Damn, Natalie she, with the facts. Yeah, she is <laughs> quick with the facts. My mom would yeah. love to stay at Kevin Costner's place. Let me tell you. Shout is out she to a, my mom. Big. Is she a Kevin Costner fan? Oh, Kevin's her, like, number one. Really? Oh, yeah. She met him one list. time, actually, at a golf tournament. Uh, he... She she was like on the sidelines and he walked past and she asked him for an autograph and she was so nervous that she dropped the pen and he, he bent down and got the pen and like a gentleman Aww. and said, oh, here, let me get that for you. So he was nice. Aww. He was nice to her. I've heard other I've heard other stories of him not being so nice. So um, which which what's your mom's favorite Costner movie? Water is that Waterworld? <laughs> 
You know what? I don't know that actually. Oh my god! I'm not sure. Let's sure. get her on the phone. Let's get her on the pod. Let's talk to Natalie's mom. I'm also wow. not really well versed in the Costner canon beyond what like, field of field dreams of dreams and dances with Bold, wolves. Bull Durham and... dances with wolves is my favorite movie growing up. Really? I watched it like on a loop while all my friends were watching. You know, Little Mermaid. Oh my god! I was a sophisticated child. <laughs> I mean, all all of this is to say that. You know, where some people might perceive like, oh, renting out a place is like not necessarily something that A-listers would do. Like A-listers are doing this. They're, you know, they're very – this is a real estate investment that they are definitely like keeping in their – portfolio and, oh, yeah. and they got to yeah. bring on the bacon Utilizing. too yeah it's a, it's a i mean it's like like uh, we talked about at the top i think it's it's just a financial instrument just like anything else and mm-hmm. they are using it just like other people would use it um all right thanks for the scoop on the celebrity rentals now that's the yeah. scoop on celeb rentals rachel how much do you love talking about the royals i didn't mind it initially uh, you know, I liked it more than talking about Chip and Joe, but they're starting to enter into Chip and Joe territory for me now. <laughs> Every time they hit the news, though, people want to hear about it, right? Yeah, no, people want to click on it. And so in that sense... What'd they do this time? Yeah, what, what are they up to? They're building a house right now. Um, they're renovating Frogmore Cottage, which is, mm-hmm. you know, miles away from Buckingham Palace. and uh, Or Kensington Palace? Windsor Palace? I don't know. One of the palaces. One of the palaces. Miles away from the queen. Yeah, they're no longer under mummy's thumb and uh, grand mummy's thumb. And um, apparently the renovation is taking forever. It's taking way longer than they thought. Um, Why? uh, The big reason is because they've apparently been switching the floor plan design a lot. (laughs) Uh, That seems like something if you're the royal family that you would go into – with a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Not be making last plan. minute changes. I mean, this happens, I think, to non-royals as well. You, The best laid plans, you may plan something and then see it and you're like, oh, God, why did I think I, I wanted this wall there? Right. Or yeah, I wanted better this in room. my mind than it does in right. reality. So, I, mean, I think it, it, it happens to even Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Right. Like, so so it, it is relatable in that way. Apparently, they hope to expand the kitchen and dining space and knock down even more interior walls to make room for five bedrooms with an ensuite bathroom. Considering that, that just seems... Like, yes, I understand the ill-starry renovation and things change or things don't look the same in reality as they did in your head. But that seems like something you should have had Point nailed out. down mm-hmm. before you ever swung a hammer. Right. Am I wrong? No, that's that seems like something that if, if you're working with a professional uh, contractor or designer, they're going to make sure that you have those things in place. And those aren't just little changes. That's like... That's significant. Yeah, that's basically redoing the entire thing. The concern is we, we don't know the exact due date um, that Megan is going to give birth, uh, but people have speculated late April, early May, and it's the end of March, so mm-hmm. beginning of April. Um, oh, and this says that um, their move-in date might be delayed by as much as four weeks. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they're not going to have a place to live. I mean, it's the biggest first world problem that there ever is but um it's you know it, if you're a new mom you want to have a place to nest you want to have a place to bring the baby home to it's home so well yeah we'll be watching to see how this renovation goes 
Will they get in before? What what'll come first, baby or uh, home renovation? It is that time again for winners and losers. This is a segment at the end of the episode where we talk about the celebrities who made great deals and the celebs who lost some money in real estate. Eric, who is our loser this week? The loser this week, Natalie, is not any one person. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> no, the loser this week is the landlords of Southern California. <laughs> uh, uh, please explain. Yeah, well, cue the sad trombone, pour one out, and uh, save your eggs for another day, because mm. Justin Bieber has bought a home. Whoa, serial so, renter yes. makes good. Yeah, yeah so he's so the, a winner. The, but... Yes, he's a winner, and, you know, he's a winner in your dreams as he's well. He's not oh, our yeah. winner. We came full circle. We started with a dream about Justin Bieber yes. living yeah. across the street, and now... Yeah, so in any event, uh, prior to him buying a house within the last month or so, he was a serial renter and uh, rented a number of luxury properties throughout Southern California. Uh, one of I think which... We, one of which was... $100,000 a month. <laughs> Yeah. Good um, deal. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he was he was spending a lot, a lot of money on rent, like six figures a month uh, more recently. And prior to that, uh, you know, I know he was in a home that looked like a salad spinner. And then <laughs> prior to that, he was in a house that was like a party house. So there's all, you know, he's been in all these different houses in Southern California. And um, I want to see the salad spinner house. The salad spinner house was 2014 or 2015. And it wasn't us that Curbed actually came up with the name of this house. So I, I want to give credit to Curbed for calling it the Salad Spinner House. Uh, but yeah, he's been renting all over the place. And this is all, it all came on the heels of his, he had bought a house in Calabasas when he turned 18 or, or before, even before he turned 18. And that's where he was got into about a bunch of hijinks. And there was the egg throwing incident, peeling out in the neighborhood. The neighbors wanted him gone. He said, okay, he finally sold that house. I believe he sold it to Khloe Kardashian, if I'm, my memory serves. I think that sounds right, yeah. Right. And then, so then after that, so that was 2014 or so. And so the, over the past five years, he's just been renting these high-profile luxury homes throughout Southern California. So uh, he's been good for business for the landlords of Southern California. And that is why we are calling them our losers this week. Because they're going to lose out on all that yes. hot cash. So they're losing out on all that rent money. And mm. just because we were talking about him, um, how much did he buy his place for, Justin? Oh, Natalie, why would you ask such a question? <laughs> he I, bought think it. It was like, I think it was like $5 million. It was like $5 No, it was like $8.5 it's a far cry from the salad spinner house. The salad spinner house is insane and looks like a spaceship. It looks like kind of an office park. Yeah, it looks like a, the Apple yeah. spaceship building. Yeah. Oh. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's maybe he's he's had a chance to try I mean, he's like tried on a, what what's the uh, fairy tale I'm looking for here? He's had a chance to try on a bunch of different uh houses different hats. and Shoes. And is able to pick the one that suits him best. Slept in a lot of beds. Slept in a lot of beds. Whoa. <laughs> Probably did. He has. Literally. Yeah. Lived a lot he's of places. He's on the road. I mean, he's he's going to stop touring now to focus on his health. He, I guess he's kind of our our secondary winner of the week. The, the loser, again, was the landlords of Southern California. Who did – did we have a real winner of the week, though? Uh, well, yeah. I just wanted to make him the winner because I like him. Whoa. Who's that? Calvin Harris. The DJ. Oh, yeah. Rachel, right. I think that you more than like him. 
Well, you think so? But it's more than like me. <laughs> I mean, I have a little little crush. Okay, a little. Crush I find is him fine. attractive. I think he's talented. He's a DJ. Rachel, have you ever seen him in concert? <laughs> you know, I have. You have. He DJed at a pool party I was at in Vegas. Oh yeah, what? he has a res- he has a residency at uh, one of the hotels where he yeah I can't remember what, which MGM property it is but he does a I think it was just MGM yeah he does where a, I saw a daytime him. you know he also does famously I think at Hakkasan at night yeah. or whatever but then during the day some some weekends he'll be out at the pool parties yeah uh, in the summertime okay. I will say it was a horrifying experience really but not because of Calvin Harris oh. that was Did the you only get a thing that, of him what's that Did you get a glimpse of him Oh, yeah. I've got pictures okay. and videos, okay. but mostly I have videos of, what did you call it? I've showed you this. The There were so many people in the pool, Ugh. and you couldn't move, Ugh. and you called it what? People's? Human soup. Human soup, That's... which I think was a very apropos <laughs> way of putting it. Ugh. It was just disgusting, and I had enough. I was in the pool for a minute and I saw a band-aid float by and then I was over it. I'd had enough. Um, So I stayed for a little bit of Calvin Harris, but uh, then I gave up. Even he wasn't worth it. I think he's talented. I think he's great. And he's also selling his uh, Hollywood Hills home. It's on the market for 5.75 million. Nice. So we were calling him our winner for this week. Just because he's a crush-worthy guy and he's selling a house? I just like him. I just, wow. Well, you know, we have a low bar for winners, Natalie. Yeah, so he bought it for $5 million, so he's selling. hoping to make a small profit, uh-huh. it sounds like. So, and are there some features of this home that are enviable? Yeah, we did a story um, about five things that you should know. Uh-huh. Um, about his house, and apparently it's a it's a big musician's mecca. Wow! So it has a recording studio, I believe. Does have a recording studio? Yeah. It looks it looks like a DJ's a, house, a party palace. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And to circle back to the conversation we were having earlier, you can also rent it for twenty five thousand dollars a month. Oh, so Calvin may be wanting to keep it in his property portfolio if unless you wow him with an offer. I think he's just got a plan B. Okay. Like if it's on the market, he can you'll, he'll rent it out to you. Okay. So maybe I need to consider that. Oh. I, apparently he's not this isn't a money move. So, no. I mean, he doesn't need the cash. He's but he's a winner because options. he doesn't need to he's not he's not desperate. Wow. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so close to him right now. Oh, yeah. I just realized my feelings for him when we did this story. So thank you for bringing that to light. No problem. Um, it's it's time to end this lovely episode of House Party. If you want to check out any of the stories we talked about today, go to Realtor.com slash news or go to your favorite search engine, type Realtor.com and the topic, and it should pop up. You can follow along on Twitter at HousePartyPod. You can also reach us via email at podcast at realtor.com. Questions, concerns, words of praise would be great. Uh, Speaking of words of praise, if you love this podcast, please rate and review us. We want to hear what you think. Um, Five stars are preferable, but if you hate us, give us one star. Just kidding. Please don't. Um, (laughs) Other than that... Uh, Rachel Eric. Thank you, Natalie. I bid you adieu. Bye. <laughs> Make sure you call your mom. Yes. And find out her favorite Kevin Costner movie. I'll call my mom. I will be expecting her favorite Kevin movie. Kevin. 
Kevin. Okay. Kevin, Kevin can wait. Kevin can wait. And All we'll right. see you next week.